Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter, where every day feels like Saturday and French fries are a food group, where flip-flops are always in fashion and seafood is always in season, where the boardwalk is bustling and the beach is right outside your door, where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Welcome back, TV Club. It's me, Ashley Ray, and I'm here with another episode of TV I Say. I am so excited for this episode. We have Shelby Wolstein and EJ Marcus, hosts of Keeping Records, an amazing podcast that I love, that is all about the things we would preserve and on our own golden records. You know, the one like that that NASA sent out to the aliens. So we're going to talk about that, the TV shows we love, the TV shows we would erase from existence that we'd never want the aliens to see. It's going to be a lot of fun. We also have my watch list where I talk about all the shows that, that, are, that, are, that are coming up that I've been watching, that I've been enjoying. A lot of you have been asking me about reservation dogs. We get into it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy another spoiler-free episode of TV I Say with Ashley Ray. TV I Say. And welcome to TV I Say. We're back with another wonderful episode with my amazing guests, Shelby Wolstein and EJ Marcus, who are the hosts of Keeping Records. EJ, you're the you're a guest host right now, right? Well, new host. New permanent. New, new, new permanent host. <laughs> new permanent. I'm, <laughs> if, I don't know if that's a like a big news moment, but now you today, know. Today it was announced, yeah. Oh, congratulations. So, yeah. I am such a fan of the podcast, such a fan of you, both of you. Keeping Records, of course, is about the golden record that NASA sent out into space to tell people about humanity, people like aliens, other cultures, who even knows. Uh, so I think you're both just like experts, obviously, on the best of humanity, our, our, our culture. Yeah, a total expert. I know exactly yeah. what we do good and what we do bad. Yeah. Yeah, I would say the same for myself. Yeah, and EJ, I mean, you're obviously, I'm a huge fan of your TikToks. You perfectly capture my mother and every mother, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) I I thank you so much for saying that. I one of my favorite things is when people are like, I sent this to my mom, and she was like, What's so funny? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, Yeah, sounds exactly like what you should say. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How else do people respond? I sent one of your videos to my mom and she said, who is this? Is this your friend? Do you know him? Who is this? Who is this? (laughs) So 
She's like, oh, you went to high school together? You're like, no, that's not. Yeah, I'm like, no, that's not how it works. It's not. She's like, is this about me? Who is this? I'm like, no, it's just, it's TikTok, mom. Yeah, it's, it's, it's TikTok. <laughs> uh, but we're going to start with the watch list, uh, what I've been watching this week, what you've been watching. Uh, yeah, obviously, I have a very extensive watch list. Feel free to jump in if you're like, I'm loving that too. Let's let's get into it because, goodness, there's a lot. Uh, as most people probably know, Reservation Dogs came back last week. Absolutely stunning two-episode premiere with an absolutely perfect Tom Petty sing-along that if you're not watching Reservation Dogs, please do it. Please. It, it's my favorite show that has premiered in the last, like, two years. It's it's incredible. And these two new episodes, I think, just really made the case uh, for this new season just being, honestly, even better than the first uh, also, I have a huge, huge crush on the guy who plays the spirit guide, who is also in Rutherford Falls. Uh, his name is like Dallas, the actor. Huge crush on him. So that that's enough of a reason to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> true. true. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, up next on the list, the rehearsal with Nathan Fielder, which oh, continues. Yeah. yeah, you are you watching this one? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It it just continues to spiral off of the rails. I don't know that there ever were rails. I I actually, my aunt has started watching this show on her own. Like I, I visiting family in Texas and she was like, have you heard of this thing, the rehearsal? I don't <laughs> understand what's ever happening, but I love it. And I <laughs> no, love that. Exactly. Nathan, yeah. Like Nathan Fielder has totally gone mainstream now and it is so odd, but I do love it. And again, where they're going with this whole fake family dad thing Every scene with Nathan taking care of a child, horniest thing I've ever seen. So horny. <laughs> Come Isn't on. the child like a mannequin? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> okay. So when just the checking, child just checking, yeah. just checking, just checking. <laughs> like that Haven't seen the show, matters? I'm just checking. <laughs> just checking if so, when you say him taking care of a child is when he's <laughs> consoling sort of uh, cold plastic. <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> I feel like, honestly, maybe cold plastic is the best thing Nathan Fielder could console. <laughs> yeah. Because they yeah. use these child actors. So, obviously, child actors can only work for, like, in a certain amount of hours. Yeah. So, like, every three hours, they swap the kid out with a new kid. And then when it's nighttime and, like, hours, I guess, child actors can't work, they use, like, a rubber plastic doll. <laughs> <laughs> It's brilliant television. I'm it's obsessed a, with it. It's a perfect industry. Yeah, what you just me, described is a perfect industry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No notes. No notes. Uh, this is how we should use child actors. And I think, you know, Nathan Fielder is showing us the way yet again. Yet again. Thank you, Nathan. Uh, thank you. Uh, up next, What We Do in the Shadows. Just another stellar, stellar episode uh, this week. Uh, I would say maybe one of the gayest episodes of of what we do in the shadows we've ever gotten in a good way, gay, gay in a good way. Uh, where <laughs> they're trying to get oh, baby Colin Robinson. It would be, it would be, <laughs> it would be so oh. funny to in uh, this year of our Lord twenty twenty two be like, I kind of feel like this episode was a little gay in a way yeah, to call it stupid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> to be like, I don't know, that's pretty gay. <laughs> And in this episode, they're trying to get baby Colin Robinson into a private school, which leads to a variation of relationship pairings as they try to figure out what parents would be most likely to get them into a private school. Obviously, since gay parents are in, there's a little thing between Laz and Nandor. I always love when the show gets gay. So <laughs> keep it on the watch list. What we do in the shadows. Uh, after that, Flatbush Misdemeanors. We had Dan on the show last week. It's still going so strong. 
Uh, in these last episodes, Maria Bamford, who plays his mother, came back to the show. She's absolutely amazing. One of my favorite comedians, actresses in the world, voice act. She's just incredible. Uh, and she comes back and just there's this conversation between her and Dan where she does the most amazing prop work I've ever seen with like an an action figure. <laughs> like she just picks up this action figure and it should be taught in acting schools how she just like uses this in her hands while delivering these lines. So check that out. I'm not going to spoil it for you, obviously, but major things with her character in the show. And then, of course, on my watch list, I have the 90 Day Fiance universe, which is a term <laughs> that I coined the 90 Day Fiance universe. Uh, if you're familiar with it now, it's probably because Warner Media put out a big deck presentation about like what they're focusing on with HBO Max getting rid of all these shows and on this giant like thing they had you know the 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 properties we care about you know and it was like HBO the Sopranos uh you know the DC world and then it said 90 day fiance universe and this upset twitter so much <laughs> people were like how is it a universe what you're saying 90 day fiance is like marvel yes that's exactly what i'm saying uh, <laughs> when i came up with that term that's a, yeah yeah with all the spin-offs you, it is a world within a world okay the, people jump from series to series it is a universe and i stand by that and that's why the, every version of the show that's currently still running on my watch list yeah that's 90 day fiance 90 day fiance uk and 90 day fiance love in paradise those are the three we're working with right now <laughs> <laughs> and they're all great. We're actually seeing Love in Paradise, I think, is maybe the one I'm digging into most right now because the couples actually seem like they're in love. Uh, this past week, we actually got two weddings, and I believe the finale is next week. And then 90 Day Fiance UK just premiered. You thought Americans were odd. The 90 Day, like the UK people, there's someone who is fully being like catfished with a child who is not their child. It's a mess. You want to watch it. <laughs> And that is my watch list. That's everything I'm watching right now. Uh, of course, obviously, there's the the trash I always watch. Intervention, digital addiction, the things that I don't want to admit to. Uh, right. But if you're loving yeah. those things, you know, hit us up on the pod. If you want me to talk more about that trash, let us know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you want to hear about The Bachelorette, I can really get into it almost oh. only right now. Yeah. <laughs> what are you two watching? What's on your watch list this week? I only watch The Bachelorette. I don't watch The Bachelor. Mm. Fair. Yeah, that's fine. Um, um, I don't want to see... Women fighting over men. <laughs> I want yeah. to see men fighting over women. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> I want women to be in power. It's a it's a women driven show to me. Okay, yeah. There's two bachelorettes. This I was gonna, yeah. There's yeah. two bachelorettes, right? This is it's new. one of the craziest things I've ever watched. <laughs> totally. I like. I'm actually really impressed this year. Like with two bachelorettes, I thought surely they are going to pit these two women against each other. Yeah, and they kind of do set them up. That way, and, they, and do they fall in love with like the same guy? Like I thought it'd right. be cool if they and fell these, in love with each other, right? Well, that was yeah, what I was hoping for, but it doesn't seem so to be common. happening. It seems like maybe they're just besties. Um, <laughs> who love each other so much? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just really like each other as friends. It seems, but um, weird. <laughs> they <laughs> so, but they. It seems like the producers continue to put them in situations where they will fight. And these two women, all the credit in the world to them, they just keep being like, um, it's tough, but it's definitely not her fault. And yeah. like, <laughs> they just like keep being like really mature about it. They're like, 
you know, it's really hard to feel unwanted and like there's someone that people want more than you. But at the end of the day, like I get it. She's incredible. (laughs) You're like, oh, okay. It's like the most wholesome, like (laughs) the way that they're handling every conflict. I'm just like, wait a second. (laughs) This show is a lesson. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm I'm literally yeah, I, learning. I never heard that was a thing with the Bachelor. Bachelor it's not franchise. supposed to be, and I think yeah. probably the producers are pissed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they definitely want more drama. Well, I have okay question, Shelby, because I was watching. I was pretty excited about the the two the two Bachelorettes. The two Bachelorettes. I was excited about the. I don't know what might happen with that, and I had to stop watching after. I want to say episode. It was either episode two or three where that those dynamics were sort of introduced there was like one moment where i'm, I'm not going to remember anyone's names involved but one man <laughs> there was one one male contestant who <laughs> said like turned down one of the bachelorettes basically like she like went in to kiss him and he was like i'm actually here for the other woman which i thought uh, okay so that happened yes i think that was episode that would break three. me well it, it gets worse okay well i, have I to, won't I spoil to too much and i won't name names okay but okay. so So, yes, there was, like, people who were doing that. And I was like, that's actually the respectful move. There were some guys that were kissing both. And I was like, that's shadier because they're, like, in it for love. And they're like, okay, like, in it for – I mean, I know, you know, caveat, 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 but they're, quote, unquote, in it for love. No, it's real They're going to get married. Yeah, this is real love. (laughs) No, it's real, real love. You know how you fall in love uh, in front of, like, in front of cameras. Yeah. Um, I'm falling in love right now. Yeah. But um, we just have one too. producer. We're all falling in love. <laughs> um, but so like that was happening. And then they were like, there was uh, a night where like the men started to like decide they had the power. That was a big mistake. See, that's what scared me. Yeah. yeah. And I the men were like, <laughs> the men were like, now we decide who we want. And mm. I, no, well, I hate that. Mm-hmm. So, right. And so did they, the girls. And okay. they were like, we have to take the power back. Ooh. So before they took the power back, they had a plan that they were like, this next rose ceremony, we are going to split the men into your group and my group and sort of like pa- go on parallel journeys, but different men. Smart. And that's well, good to me. Like they met yeah. them, they got to know them and they were like, here's who I'm connecting with. Who are you connecting with? And then they were like, cool. Yeah. Um. But before that rose ceremony, there was – three guys that on a, at a cocktail party were just basically like, sorry, girl, I really don't like you. I like the other girl. <laughs> and so that girl was devastated. And then they go into the rose ceremony and three guys reject the other girl. This so everyone's getting rejected. Fair. Yeah. Like how can the, <laughs> the guys should have no rejection power exactly. here. I don't. And so then they said, exactly. these are our groups and you're, and, and so the way that they rejected was she like, it was like, Whoever gets your gives you your rose this week is like that's whose journey you're on. And so guys mm-hmm. were like, "Thank oh. you, but I can't accept that rose." And then they were like put back in the pool to potentially go on her journey. But then nobody that rejected a rose got a rose. Well, yeah, like solidarity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what like what's she gonna do? Be like, thank God, because yeah, baby boy, I was really hoping for that. Like, <laughs> yeah. shut up. And yeah. um, but. So the, the guys were like, oh, I can't accept that, whatever. Fine. And then it seems like, okay, we're in the clear. And yeah. then in the next episode, one of the guys that accepted one of the roses is like, 
I think I have feelings for the other bachelorette. Not allowed. <laughs> I'm like, no, you not can't allowed. have feelings for the other bachelorette. That's yeah. Because the, mm. you're not on a journey with her. You're on a journey. No. Yeah, with you're the, not on that journey. Yeah, you're on we a established journey. the journeys. Yeah, that's bachelorette what it speaks explicitly in the word journey. <laughs> yeah. and, and when I talk about the bachelorette, I'm like, exactly. Like this is our journey, and this is yeah. her journey, and this yeah. and um, it's my journey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the dark uh, part of this season is that you're. Being sort of like women, uh, insecure women's insecurities, like kind of put on blast because they're yeah. comparing yeah. women Com- pretty yeah. consistently. And but I, mean, I don't know. Sucks. I but the yeah. cool thing is that they're like being really cool to each other. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, wait. Yeah, that's, they're not. Cool. They're not feeding into it. That's cool, right. Yeah, they're just kind of like. like Shit, that really sucks, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. like, but like that- you know, at the end of the day, girly, me and you. Which yeah. I, I worked with a girl who was on The Bachelor. Uh, who I think was on The Bachelor and Bachelor of Love in Paradise, Jacqueline Schwartz. I want to go on. I want to go on Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> that's what I, because she was telling me, she was like, I wasn't even interested in the guy. I just wanted to like get on the franchise and like yeah. get a vacation. And she's like, they have to pay so much money to even be on the show. Like they have to buy their own clothes. They have to do their own hair, makeup and all Is this he? stuff. And I was just like, you're just doing all that to get like humiliated on TV. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, like to get absolutely like just it, it's a terrible show <laughs> yeah. i mean it's psychological torture i like, the way that they like i would go absolutely insane and yeah. and they're begging me to go on yeah they want you to go insane with them <laughs> the producers are hitting my line like you would not believe <laughs> let's get you on that show yeah they're like we don't really know what you're interested in but let's get you on <laughs> yeah and like at least they're like bachelor yeah bachelor bachelor what are we doing girl <laughs> at least like with 90 day fiance i'm like these people would be in this mess without the show so i don't mm-hmm. feel that guilty like these so are true. couples that were couples but this i'm like oh you want to be a mess on tv you're going for that that's yeah I have to I have to tip my hat to it because that's beautiful. They're gonna sell some tea. They're, if yeah. there's one thing yeah. about The Bachelor, oh. they're gonna be selling some tea on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's gonna flatten your belly. Oh, <laughs> and absolutely. And it will get that belly flat. That belly flat. <laughs> and, and it's and gonna maybe, get that belly fat absolutely out of here. Yeah. And maybe some CBD gummies if they're like you know real alternative and cool. They're if they're one of the yeah. cool. If they're one of the <laughs> cool contestants. They've maybe yeah. got a tattoo. <laughs> oh, there, yeah. Tribal tattoo, please. Please. <laughs> and EJ, what are you watching? Okay. Well, I am religiously tuning in every week to rap shit as it uh, comes yes. out. I'm really, really enjoying that. I, I mean, it's sort of, I, I think we're on episode maybe three. I think there's one coming yeah, out Yeah, episode three. Yeah, just I think came out. Uh, yeah. And if you have like, it's weird because it's like it airs Friday, but if you have the HBO Max app, it's up Thursday or something. I don't yeah. know, but yeah. it's incredible. It's how do you feel about the way they do the like FaceTime videos and using would, that as part of the structure? So, okay. Usually I am so averse to when shows try to do that kind of thing. Like I, I really, for the most part, hate when you see somebody texting on TV and, and there's a graphic of an iMessage bubble next yeah. to them, something like that. Like I'm always like, stop. And I do think 
the thing about rap shit is if it, I wanted to read, I'd go, I'd get a book. Yeah, please. I'd get I a know book. It's like, if I wanted to be texting, I would be texting. You know, and I am. And I am. And I am. And I'm actually through your show because, yeah. Yeah. It's just like too much. And I, and so at first I was really nervous about the way that rap shit incorporates like Instagram and FaceTime and all of those things. But I do think that it's so, it's, it's just well done. That's how, yeah. honestly, I feel like it's just so well done that I'm like with it. And the characters are so, um, like, well, they're just, like, well fleshed out and well written. So it feels like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I would go on this, like, journey with you of, like, FaceTiming your boyfriend right now. And then see yeah. the call hang up and then see him walking towards you, you know? Yeah. Um, so I am kind of with it. Yeah, it doesn't feel gimmicky. It just feels natural to, like, these young girls living in Miami. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is how they would communicate. This is how they would do things. And I, yeah. I feel like a lot of shows have tried to do that, that, you know, are like, we're going to get the younger viewers by like having the show <sighs> yeah. via TikTok. And you're just like, this is bad. It's so I don't bad. Like it. Yeah. Well, and I was just talking with someone about how I feel like, um, like the concept of going viral has really taken a hold of like every medium. Honestly, like yes. I was just reading a book where one of the characters goes viral and I, <laughs> I was kind of like... I don't know if I can do yeah, that. I, don't I know can't if I can. take this seriously. And yeah. I don't know. Like, I was working on a script where there's a character who, like, you know, gets in trouble for some Twitter things or whatever, but it's like personal issues. Like, her friends mm-hmm. and family are upset with what she's tweeting. And people in, in these, in, like, industry people kept being like, well, she should go viral. Like, this, she should go viral. Like, what if the tweets go viral? And I'm like, do you? <laughs> No, first of no. all, Twitter is the least important platform to go viral on. <laughs> okay, now hold on. <laughs> okay, no, I actually would. Um, okay. I'm just saying, you go viral on TikTok, like, yeah, you go viral on TikTok, like, you're probably going to get some ad deal. Like, you go viral on Instagram, you're going to get, like, flat tummy tea something. You go sure. viral on Twitter, you're just going to get like, people who hate gonna you. And, like, owl projector is going to be like, can I pay you 20 bucks to post <laughs> yeah. under your tweet? Can, under, can, can I send you 20 bucks to post my vibrator sales under your tweet? Like, or you're just going to get people who don't realize you're joking. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, uh, how dare you say yeah. this? Like, this is the word. And they're lecturing you, and you're just like, I'm yeah. a comedian. You're Please just stop. I'm just yeah. joking yeah. around. Are either of you watching The Resort? Yes. The Resort on Peacock, which give a shout out because Peacock, we all know their marketing budget is two pieces of gum and a shoestring. They, they don't know how to promote their shows. The Resort, so, so good. I literally would not have seen The Resort unless my projector served it up to me and it did. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, what's that? Because William Jackson Harper is uh-huh. so undeniably hot. Yeah. Um, EJ, if you watch The Good Place, he's cheaty. Yeah. Um, he is <laughs> so. If you, if you watched the last season of Love Life, he was the main character. He's so hot in the resort; <laughs> it's insane. He grew his hair out a little. Ooh. I mean, he is looking good yeah. and uh, sexy. Kristen Mil- Mil- Miliotti, 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 yeah, who has is somehow amazing. come onto the scene in a way. She was the mom in How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. <laughs> and now all of a sudden she's and then, in every show I well, really yeah, love. Was like gone she's in and that, then uh, Made for Love. Made show. for Love, which R.I.P. was so good. So sad it was canceled. If you also love the show, we do sell Justice for Made for Love t shirts at potswag.com slash TVSAPod. But she's just brilliant. Like she's she was in. Great in that. She's so good in the resort. Yeah. It's a weird show. I was yeah, hoping I could it, binge the whole thing. And then they were like, this is a three. No, episode yeah. Finally, teaser. this is yeah. Like, like Peacock did the thing where they were like, <laughs> let's do episode at a time. 
which they did with like Girls 5 Eva, but I feel like they didn't really promote it much. So that that like I love Girls 5 Eva, but I felt like yeah, it, you know, they didn't really promote it. So people were just kind of like, oh, I'll wait for it to end. But the resort, I'm like, where is this going? I need the next well, episode. I, yeah, I'm like sucked it. It's one of those shows that you're really like trying to f- like they're figuring something out. So you're like, oh, I want to figure it out with them. And so I have to like wait. And I'm like, yeah. no, <laughs> no, what's no. up? <laughs> yeah, I don't have this p- patience anymore. OK, like, no, I binge all the show. I watch it all. I, right. Like I. It, Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching TV. I'm watching five hours of one show. Yeah. And yeah, that's what they did with like Killing It, which also on Peacock was really mm-hmm. funny. Watched all that in a day. So good. And glad it got renewed. Yeah. Peacock, they renew their shows. They don't just cancel them. We love it. Mm-hmm. Peacock, we renew our shows. You <laughs> <have to laughs> them. I try all the time because Lord knows they're not doing it for themselves. So. <laughs> they need a little help. Uh, but thank you for sharing your watch list. I'm gonna honestly watch The Bachelorette now. I need to. I need to dive into this. Yeah, uh, I need to give it another chance. Yeah, because I women hit it against each the, other. I'm trying to get it into part of the um, podcasting Bachelorette Nation. I feel like there's a lot of money. There. Oh <laughs> totally. yeah, yeah. Totally. Bachelorette Nation. They they like they're more intense than the 90 day family with you know 100 percent Bachelor oh, yeah, Nation yeah. is is its own world. I mean, well, there's just so much many generations deep at this point yeah. like it's been around for almost probably zero like... success stories and yet we're still watching <laughs> oh, i was gonna say there's probably like bachelor nation babies at this point right there's but... like maybe two but i mean really they're all getting broken up they're yeah. breaking up fair so. enough yeah 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 TV, I Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter, where every day feels like Saturday and French fries are a food group, where flip-flops are always in fashion and seafood is always in season, where the boardwalk is bustling and the beach is right outside your door, where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. I am curious, as as we kind of mentioned, there's this mass sort of exodus of streaming content lately. We have, you know, Warner Brothers deciding if they don't like it, if it doesn't make them money, if they can get a tax cut, they're getting rid of all these shows. They got rid of uh, Mrs. Fletcher, Run, Camping, all these things that were like HBO shows that were on HBO Max. And then they just decided, no, it's gone. Uh, the movie An American Pickle with Seth Rogen. All of it is just gone. Nowhere to watch it anymore. You know, we're losing this history. And obviously, as the host of Keeping Records, a show about maintaining the right. best of civilization, mm-hmm. uh, this worries me. I w- I hope it worries you. The, I'm scared. Yeah. 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 I am like just hoping. I was talking to someone about this yesterday, but I'm like, 
God, I hope the pendulum just swings back. <laughs> They're like, oh, <laughs> oops. Like, like it, I, it can't pan out. So I'm like, yeah. okay, fine. It'll have to like recorrect itself and hopefully entertainment moves quick enough that it's a blip and not yeah. a gap. And you not know? like what all these platforms just start doing. Mm-hmm. But I think this is kind of like the wave right now. We're going to see all these shows disappear. So obviously I want to know, you two, what are the top three shows you would each pick to save? If there was just a TV golden record, what would your your top three be? Mine would be Scrubs. <laughs> That's my number one. I could talk forever about Scrubs, but I um, was just telling someone about how the when I watched the show in its entirety was this like one summer when I was in like fourth grade. I I watched a lot of shows way too young because I have two older siblings. So I was watching like, you know, Friends when I was in like second grade. It's like fine. Yeah. Maybe. That's, but, that's um, pretty. That's kind of appropriate. Okay. It's not too bad. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I watched Scrubs pretty young. And it was specifically, I was sick this one summer. And so my mom set up our massive like TV, like not massive, like yeah, uh, screen wise, but, yeah. like, <laughs> but like a massive sort of <laughs> the other end kind of um, super, super heavy. Set up our TV in my room. Crazy. That didn't happen. Anyway, we got all of the seasons of Scrubs on DVD. And I just watched, <laughs> just watched wow. them on DVD old fashioned way. So I do feel like it's like sort of a part of my DNA. <laughs> That's real dedication. Like DVD yeah. scrubs, okay, that's real. Yeah, like I remember, like yeah, the covers of them are JD kind of making like a "What are you gonna do?" face, sort of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little shrug, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I like. I didn't watch it really when it was on, and I think with Scrubs, like I think I bought it on like iTunes or something. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah, and watched it yeah. all, and was like, I'm gonna watch, like you know, <laughs> and I. Yeah. <laughs> but then I got like really like obviously. Especially because it was so so many seasons, like I just got like in it. Yeah, yeah. It became yeah. sort of a personality for a, m- a month or two. Yeah, yeah. It, it was one of those shows. Like I, I feel like to me, it was like my kind of friends because I didn't really get into Friends, but I was like, mm-hmm. this is one that has a million seasons that I can watch. That's not because like obviously I loved like the old stuff like Frasier and Golden Girls. Yeah, totally. Oh, this one's actually <laughs> like young and hip. Like they use yeah. cool music, you know? This like, one's fresh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, they use songs by like The Fray, you guys. Oh, like, yeah, they do. Oh, yeah, they do. Oh, Thank yeah. God. Um, Thank yeah. God for The Fray. Oh, yeah. yeah. As a Grey's Anatomy fan. Yeah, Oh, course. yeah. Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> oh, my God. Also watching that super young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The last thing I'll say about Scrubs is um, I think for me, definitely JD as a main character. I love all of the characters deeply, but JD as a main character was, to be honest, who I learned a lot about um, masculinity from. <laughs> and um, huh. you might notice that my name is sort of an initial name. And I'm not saying it's all yeah. because of JD, but I'm saying that wow. it was sort of years later that I was like, hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> Yeah. Now hold on. Now wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Who showed me His that influence on me? Thank you, Zach Braff. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Thank Zach, Zach Braff. Yeah. As we Thank all we say. don't say that enough. No, we don't. no, we, we don't. don't say that enough. We don't say it enough. <laughs> yeah. They actually also took one of his movies, uh, Moonshot, the movie he did with Cole Sprouse, <laughs> which you probably had never <laughs> I heard didn't of know that it exists. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what? You're never going to be able to watch it now because it's not Ooh. on HBO Max anymore. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> shit um uh, 
Okay, I'm struggling with what my first pick will be, so I'm going to say that this is in no particular order. No particular order, yeah. But I'm going with Roseanne. Ooh, okay. I why love this choice. Why are we going choice. with Roseanne? Why are we going Yeah, to- why? Well, Please. A little controversial, but I'm in. <laughs> um, really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, original Roseanne, Caleb and I watched it all through the pandemic, and Roseanne was such a cool show of like a middle America family, like a working class middle America family who had like really good values, good politics. Roseanne Barr, before she went a little off the deep end. Yeah. Yeah. Was popular because she was progressive. Yeah. Like, and that that was her shocking thing is that you didn't expect her to be progressive. And then she'd like, you know, say all this stuff like, what's your problem with gays? And it was like, whoa. "Whoa." And on that show, which was sort of geared towards a middle America family, like that maybe didn't have a lot of exposure, that stuff. They were like, so in your face about it. And the show is good. Like, it's like, yeah, really touching. You care about the relationships with the people like um, even like uh, the guy who works at the diner that they're like mean to you like care yeah. about him like it's just like a nice feel good show that has genuinely like good humor it's a funny funny show I would say for the most part I actually don't I, I didn't watch the reboot but the original like holds up they don't say anything mm. that I'm like whoa yeah you know <laughs> like they're like yeah no the original holds up so well I I do watch some of the reboot uh, as listeners know I'm obsessed with ABC family sitcoms uh so I did check out because uh, as you know it was Roseanne for one season then she yeah, went all, and then you know, she off the rails did so some they, bad stuff yeah so they we... <laughs> literally killed her off the show very brave choice <laughs> yeah. uh and now it's just the Connors uh which I, you know, they they really tried, I think, to overcourse correct because now it's like you have Dan being like, I absolutely love my rainbow family. And we, you know, <laughs> no. although John Goodman <laughs> fucking give oh. it up for John yeah. Goodman. Oh, my oh, gosh. Truly. Yeah. Incredible talent. He deserved an Emmy nom for Righteous Gemstones this last season. He was well, so that good. was going to maybe be on my list. That that one, I I would say it deserves it, too. They don't give Danny McBride enough credit for being a, a genius in his yeah, show creation. Yeah, and um, Edie, right? That's her name? Yeah. Who plays, uh, yeah, Edie Patterson. Yeah. Judy Gemstone. Unbelievable. So funny. That, so, Roseanne, I'm also thinking in terms of, like, what am I preserving for history? Like, if we're talking records, if we're not talking, like, if an alien came down, like, these are shows that I'm like, that also shows humanity. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Roseanne is like, this is what it's exactly. like to be a yeah. non-glamorous family in a non-glamorous mm-hmm. town doing non-glamorous shit and just caring about your people and, like, having a hard day and fighting with the people. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. that show yeah. is such a, like, this is what we're like. And, like, yes, it's a idyllic version of it, but it's like, this is what we're like. Yeah, like it's, Roseanne's like having a job for a day and you're never seeing it again. Like, yeah, things like that do happen. And that is a little different. But it's like, real. Like she worked at like a grocery store for truly 15 seconds and then they never same. went back to it. It's, um, yeah, it's literally same. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this um, isn't for me. Yeah, it shows such a, like a cool version of just like who we are. And then with Righteous Gemstones, which I'll just throw in on this one. Why not? Yeah. Is like religion and like zealous religion, like like being so crazy and the way that like 
you could take believing in like moral good and turn it into the most morally corrupt. Like that show is so brilliant. It's so funny. It's Mm. so well-written, well-acted. Yeah. And I, I don't know why it doesn't get more like award attention. I think people have something against Danny McBride. Like there's just, I don't know. Cause I'm like, everything he does is so good. Everything he does is so good. Sean Goodman is so good in it. Like even this season, this second season, and I won't say like anything that happened, but there was a point where I was like, oh, I feel like I know what will happen at the end of this. And then they did a pretty good job at like misdirecting me. Yeah. And then when the thing I thought would happen happened. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I was still like, how did they, they trick me? I was me? like, but, wait a second. Yeah. That is nuts. It's, They're yeah. so good at that show. <laughs> yeah. And just to piggyback off the Roseanne thing, I have a, I would agree. I have a friend who loved Roseanne so much. She got giant to like portrait tattoos of John Goodman and Roseanne Barr on her like <laughs> yeah. legs, like on her shin, like the whole shin on one is John Goodman. The other is Roseanne. And then obviously when Roseanne went off the rails, she was like, I, it's too big to even cover this up. <laughs> yeah, I just have to have Rosanna. <laughs> like, I, yeah. so I just have to yeah. represent. And I was like, as long as they're both together and people are always saying the John, I think you can get away with it because people love yeah. the show. Because totally. it's kind of like an able, totally. angel and devil on your shoulders kind of thing. Yes. Like, you can really right. play in a yeah. specific. You can play with it. It's yeah. complex. <laughs> you can be like, yeah. no, this is about like, this is a yin and yang situation. Yeah, mm. see, and that's why I waited for all the Golden Girls to die before I got my tattoo of them. See? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you have just to wait to till make people sure. Have... Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I wanted to uncover something that <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Betty White actually said something uh, years ago that nobody really picked that nobody up. really paid attention to. But now is the time. Really yeah. bleak. <laughs> I, I will throw in one of my my picks. Uh, I would go with the X Files. That's what I'd want to. I love mm. the X Files. I, I actually do have a Scully tattoo. <laughs> uh, two actually. And I, I would want to put it on a golden disc to like alien civilizations just to be like, do we get it right? How close were we? <laughs> did we? How did we do? What's, how much of come this? On. That would be interesting. Was close. Yeah. Like, <laughs> did, come on. Did yeah. we get? Did yeah. we get the look right? Did <laughs> we get? Come on. Give me a temperature. On. How do you? Feel? Or would they be like offended? They'd be like, this is what oh. you think we're. Yeah. No. The, big, the that's ones that I think they'd be afraid. Yeah. Of like appropriate. Yeah. You know that movie. It's like Escape of the Martians or like Attack of the Martians or something. Oh, yeah. That I think they'd be pissed about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They're very stereotypical representations of Martians. You think all of our heads are shaped like that. Yeah. Totally. Mm -hmm. Um, I watched X-Files for the first time because of how much I like Gillian Anderson and sex education. Yeah. It's incredible. She's so good. There's like a scene in sex education where uh, she like has her heart broken and then there's a Sufjan Stevens song that starts playing. And just, like, the look on her face brought me to tears. That's how good she wow. is. Like, she just, like, pushes herself against a door and starts sobbing. And I was like, this is the best acting I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, she's so good. And <sighs> she, the tension between her and David in X-Files is, like, oh yeah, so horny. Ultimately. It's so horny. Yeah. It's You're ultimately, just... I have no words for it other than horny. Horny. It's, yeah. And, oh, so, so um, horny. It's and I want like, the aliens to know, like, we're mm-hmm. horny. We're horny. Yeah. We're horny people. We're investigating, but we're a little horny. Yeah. <laughs> EJ, do you want to give us your um, next pick? 
<laughs> sorry, just thinking about yeah. Just sorry, you just, like, just a little just, horny. Just, I'm I mean, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> just sitting with horniness. Um, <laughs> I really want the aliens to know about everybody hates Chris. And ooh, good choice. Honestly, I mean that show's just uh, was amazing. But also, like, I do feel like specifically Terry Crews should just be known. Like, I feel like he, yeah. like, in all of his like forms should the aliens should know who he is I even like, just so that if they're coming down to fight they know what yeah we, they know what we could put on yeah. the front line we, no, we got like, no, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> we've got some big people yeah, yeah like, we've got big people and <laughs> some people are small so, yeah. but we also have some but really we got some big, big ones. ones there's gonna be small guys in the back yeah. Who knows? We have people yeah. whose muscles have muscles. Right. Yeah. Okay, but up in the front, it's going to be Terry Crews in The Rock. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right up there. <laughs> I love Everybody Hates Chris, the main actor in it, who whose name I gen- who is in Abbott Elementary, whose name I genuinely, Taylor Williams. I, I don't even to, know. I had to look it up to remember. Because I, I just call him Everybody Hates Chris. I, I don't know. care what. He, I am always just like, oh my gosh, every, Everybody Hates Chris got nominated for an Emmy. That's so great. <laughs> yeah. Tyler James Williams. Tyler, Tyler James. Williams. James I, I was. It's because three those. first names. Yeah, it's come three on. first names, and literally to me, he just like is baby Chris. He's just, yeah. like it's He's, always everybody hates Chris. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even my mom just calls him. She's like, oh my god, everybody hates Chris. Is so good in elementary. I know. Well, because I feel like we all also had the like. We're like, oh my God, he grew up and he looks amazing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my God, he's so hot. He's so sexy. Like, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was at an Abbott event and uh, Janelle James, who plays Ava, the principal, like got her high heel like stuck in between two no. slats of wood. And he like got down and was like helping her and was so gentle and hot about it. And then every girl in the room just started being like, my heel stuck too. Oh my God. <laughs> like I had on oh, flats. Oh shit, these slats are crazy in this They're floor. so crazy. I had on flats and I'm like jamming the side <laughs> of my flat and like, me too. <laughs> Please help me. Touch shit. My <laughs> shit, 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 shit. Oh my God, like wardrobe malfunction. Like yeah, like, please, I need help. Did all of us have the same stylist? How did this happen? How did this happen? <laughs> like, please, everybody hates Chris. Help us. Please, everybody. <laughs> he's, yeah, yeah. He's, he's amazing. Yeah. He's Very amazing. good choice, I would say, yes. Yeah, that show, it brought me so much comfort as a kid to watch that show. Yeah. <laughs> when did it come out? Oh, um, <laughs> Oh, 2005. I literally yeah. thought it was out like last year. And I was like, what do well, you mean as a kid? It, it honestly, holds up. It yeah, holds up. That's it it really up. does feel like really timeless when you watch yeah. it. And it is like set in the past. So I guess, you sure. know, yeah, it has that going for it. But like the themes and stuff they cover, it never feels kind of outdated like some of those other sitcoms. I, yeah. Yeah. And I also feel like the, I mean, the, obviously the kid actors in it are just so good. But like the way that they talk to each other too, I'm like, yeah, that's still how kids talk. I don't know. There's yeah. just something yeah. about it that just feels very relevant. Yeah. Just the way the siblings, like, fight with each other is very accurate. <laughs> and that honestly felt important to see as a kid. I was like, that's, yeah. I am also... Like, wow, you can, you can fight your siblings? Yeah, yeah. This is what it's like. <laughs> like, yeah, we're, we're all, also beating oh, each other up. we're all fighting our siblings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. We're all fighting. <laughs> I was like, it's normal to beat Especially each other because up a little I don't know bit. if your parents were this yeah. way, but my parents were always like, why can't I have kids that love each other like other yeah. families? So it was like, no, other families also do yeah. this. Yeah, no, this is what it's like. <laughs> yeah, Look like, at everybody hates Chris. Yeah, Look please. at everybody hates Chris, mom. 
Yeah, please, because that's that's family. For once in your life, mom. <laughs> For once in your life, mom, watch everybody hates watch Chris. Watch everybody hates Chris. <laughs> if you want to know the real me, watch everybody hates Chris. Throwing, <laughs> throwing a temper tantrum in the kitchen, being like, you know what, mom, you just don't even understand until you watch everybody hates Chris. <laughs> then storming into my room, slamming the door. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, Shelby, you got another pick next for pick. us. My next pick is going to be hit comedy canceled too soon, party down. Oh. Oh, yeah. Party down. R.I.P. Uh, we are supposed to get a reboot. They mm-hmm. keep saying they're working on it. But who's to say? Who's to say? I, <laughs> they they keep teasing us with it. But then they're always like, Lizzie Kaplan's too famous and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah. And I'm not I, trying I, to be whatever because I'm a huge Lizzie Kaplan fan. Love her. But is she the biggest star on the cast even? I feel like Adam Scott probably now right. after Severance. Like I'm like... Lizzie Kaplan deserves the world. Megan Mullally yeah. is a huge star. Like, huge star. Uh, and it's, I'm sorry, if Megan Mullally can make it work with her schedule, Lizzie. Lizzie, Lizzie. girl, I lo- mm. I really do love you, but I think you can make it. <laughs> yeah. Lizzie, like, you know on. I love you more than anybody else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lizzie, Lizzie, we talk about girl. this all the time. Lizzie. <laughs> it like, is funny. <laughs> her name being Lizzie is like, it does feel like I'm being really informal. <laughs> it's really yeah. familiar. It's immediately yeah. like, yeah, we've been like, friends since we were No, 12. Lizzie, like, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> like, Liz, 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 like, Lizzie, I get girl. you're busy, but you can't, you can't like go with this Liz. comedy that like, this comedy that made her, for me at least, you know, that yeah. was the show that made me go, oh my gosh, she's like a cool brunette indie hip girl. <laughs> well, because before that, I really only knew her. I don't know which came out first, but I hadn't seen it until after I'd seen Mean Girls. And I would have never recognized her outside of her Mean oh, Girls yeah. look. Like, she's a different person to me than Jan. Like, I'm like, yeah. I was played by a twin sister or something. Yeah, like, um, totally different. And, I mean, obviously, as as a struggling comedian in Hollywood, there was so much of that show that resonated with me. It's <laughs> such a good show. The relationship of the people on the in the catering thing, like, was complex. Like, they weren't all best friends. It wasn't like a, you know, like, they didn't even really all care about each other, which, no. <laughs> um, like... Is sort of a departure from standard, like, uh, ensemble casts where you're like, yeah. no, they bicker, but it's because they're a family. And you're like, yeah, or like, this is, is maybe a family, yeah. but like a, a really broken one. And yeah. like, they yeah. don't really hang out. Yeah. Um, and I think like what was so brilliant about that show and what like in writing pilots and things I've like had in my mind ever since is this like it's not putting these people in the same environment every week. It's putting these people in a completely ever-changing environment by nature. Like, yeah. they're, like, all of a sudden at that sex party, and you're like, that makes sense for what they're doing. It's not weird that we're throwing them there. It's like, that's just what they're doing. And then they do that, like, script read episode where they, ha- they like, you know, don't end up catering because the party was yeah. whatever. And, like, they consistently are in different environments with different people being influenced by like a different group of people. Yeah. Uh, and that is the episode. That's the one with uh, Steven Weber, I think, when they like go to work the party, but then everyone actually like randomly recognizes them from the small projects they've done <laughs> and asks yes. them to like read a script. Uh, Steven Weber gave us the background on that episode, season one of TVI Say Pod. Go back and listen to that episode because uh, Steven is so nice. <laughs> it's just such a good show and i think every performance is martin star hilarious um oh yeah uh ken marino that was like for me his like one of my favorite roles he's in also i think we don't give ken marino so hot <laughs> like and he, yeah he's like a handsome some, guy but because he's always kind of like a goofy yeah and then that one he was loser. so just silly it was i was like 
he's a perfect silly himbo. It was one of the first himbo portrayals on TV, maybe. Well, yeah. iconic. And like Adam Scott and Lizzie Kaplan obviously ground that show. I also think they sort of took like a non-traditional route with that being like the couple you root for. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they didn't really push it. They like let it simmer really the whole show. They yeah. Were oh. Like, all right, now this is the big explosion. It was like, no, they're not really going to be together. Yeah. It was just kind of this like intense passion. As a kid watching it, I was like, <laughs> I was so, again, horny not for to it. Be, yeah, not like, to be, yeah, not to be whatever, oh, but it was another kiss. show where I got to be horny for a whole, you know, 30 minute episode. I'm picking up on the theme <laughs> of horniness with your selections. <laughs> well, Roseanne, I wouldn't call horny. Per se. I'm not sure. You know, when Roseanne has sex, it's making love, you know? It's totally. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. just wink with that? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was For the a listeners wink, at listener. home, I threw in a really good wink. With yeah. Making Very love. suggestive. <laughs> I mean, that's just accurate for the aliens to know. My last pick, I'm now sort of in retrospect, like, oh, it's a similar vibe to Everybody Hates Chris, but it's different in critical ways. And... I, it's Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, <laughs> I really yeah. thought it was going to be. <laughs> and that, yeah. Um, and I here's the thing. Is I, I feel like kind of what you were sort of saying, Shelby, like, I think there's just something, like, seeing a family on TV who there, definitely there is love there, you assume, but, like, <laughs> that is not how every episode ends at all. Yeah. Like, not even close. And I would say, no. like... <laughs> Maybe it's just also, maybe this is actually just therapy for me right now. But no, I, I feel like <laughs> as, as a kid, seeing shows where there were families, where there were just like the issue, like the dysfunction was at the forefront and that was okay. That like, yeah, I yeah. mean, and Malcolm in the middle, Francis, the oldest brother at one point is sent to, which I'm now like, well, he was sent to a farm. <laughs> yeah, um, he's sent to like a farm. And that's like, I think after he sent to the army. Yeah, like yeah, they... They're just he, always trying to get rid of him. They're always trying to get rid of him, which is like, I mean, many things to say about that side of our <laughs> culture. But, um, but you know, I like to see sort of like, yeah, the super dysfunctional like set of siblings who are also always beating the crap out of each other. And then like the stress that that brings, but like they all have their own little worlds that they're living in and they're all like trying to make them work together too. I don't know. I... I just think it's like a really, really well done show. It's not too much chaos. Yeah. Yeah. I, and also I did think that Francis was like so hot. Honestly, yeah. I personally was a, was a Reese guy. I was like, um. Oh yeah. I mean, Reese, Reese. He was a little dumb. Reese was like a little dumb. My same age. I was absolutely horny for Reese. Like, come on. (laughs) I was like. I think I was like horny for Reese and Francis, and I also just like the way that they dressed. I was like, yeah, that's gonna be the way that I dress one day. <laughs> like, yeah, the long sleeve shirt under the short sleeve shirt is gonna be what I do as oh, well. Yes, <laughs> style. Yeah, that's gonna be style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's gonna be fashion. <laughs> have you? This is sort of a dark spin on that show, but sure. have you read or heard at all about Frankie Minas talking about how he just physically can't remember filming that show? Yeah, yeah. It is one of the truly craziest things. Um, yeah, every time happened. anyone asks him, he's just like, "I don't remember a thing." He's like, I, "It's a nope." He's don't. like, "I literally watch it and I go that I wasn't a part of that." Yeah, I was like, "That was me." <laughs> like, people like, do you remember when this famous person was on set? And he's just like, "Not at all, <laughs> like, not at all." Well, I mean, he seems very happy. He tweets wild things all the time. Sure, it seems like he's doing well. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Um, yeah. It's it like is just genuinely like kind of like a mind blowing human thing. Like I'm like yeah. that is wild. Yeah. Um, my next pick is going to be, um, and listen, I'm not trying to only do old shows. I know I did Roseanne. Sure. But Fair enough. Like yeah. I want Boy Meets World to last forever. Mm. Boy Meets World is a good show. Yeah. Yeah. It was dark as hell <laughs> at some it point. It got real. It got Sean really real. Sean was in a cult at one point. Yeah. I mean, there was alcoholism. There I do was... feel like every time it did get real, it was always like on the Sean character. Like they just tortured that was... one character. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, that, cause it was like, oh, he's the friend of the perfect family and he has yeah. such a broken home. They were like, he's just lives be in a trailer. Like, um, um <laughs> I, I mean, like Topanga's teacher puts the moves on her in college yeah. and like they address that. So on the human preservation for like us to watch it forever, I think it's like I'm sure there are parts that don't hold up. But for the most yeah. part, I think it probably does. Like so much yeah. of it was about just like taking care of people that I don't think anything that I think was maybe said that was probably really bad was said by someone that you're supposed to fucking hate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know like I mean? it's like, like a theme where they're like, we're getting into why this is wrong. Yeah, yeah. like I, I – and – if you ever rewatch it, it's like you literally watched these actors age from like 10. Yeah. To fully, to full adults. Yeah. That show. Just so good. Yeah. It's incredible. I learned so much from it. I feel like I'm, I'm the, I am the way I am because of Boy Meets World. I always was like looking for my Corey. Obviously I thought it was a Topanga. And then when <laughs> Angela and Sean got together, I was like, oh, wait, never mind. This is the hottest couple I've ever seen on television. Thank mm -hmm. you. <laughs> mm -hmm. And when Sean starts drinking, which, by the way, he Ooh. literally has, like, drinks for a week. And everyone's like, he's an alcoholic. And I'm like, well, <laughs> <laughs> let him experiment yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, it's literally like, like, he, has, like goes. he has, like, four beers in a week. And they're like, he has a problem. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we really have to get in there now. No. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I mean, like, I get it, but chill. Um... But Angela takes such a hard stance and I like can picture her. It's in that like a college apartment that they had that had like all apartments in TV shows have like balconies inside. And I'm like, what yeah. are you doing? Like, yeah. what? But this had that. I'm like, I've never seen that. I would never. love it. I've never seen yeah, it. Would if I saw it. that, I'd um, freak out. I wouldn't be chill about it. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like... I mean, oh, I'm getting up there. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, I want basically um, all. I want the aliens to think that all of our apartments are like that. Yeah, yeah. They would think we had really nice apartments. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, <laughs> they'd be really. I mean, they're going to be pissed when we put them in student housing at like <laughs> yeah. NYU. They're like, yeah, it's just like what cement dorms. Yeah. <laughs> not um, nice lighting. Yeah, yeah. They're like, mm, this is not what we were promised. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, everyone's house is supposed to have like ten bedrooms. It's ten bedrooms. Um, stairs kitchen to the right what is even it? apartments <laughs> even apartments have stairs we've learned yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we saw it we saw it we've seen it so <laughs> better <Yeah>. better accommodations <laughs> they snap they snap at us but um angela's like standing at the door and she gives him like an ultimatum that's like i don't like when you drink and you can call me when you don't and i was Ooh, literally like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, Sean, you have to put the beer bottle down now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Sean, put it down. Sean, please. And like, Sean, did you just fucking hear her? Like, do you, like, that is Angela. You're like, messing up, dude. Put the yeah. beer down <laughs> and run after her. Uh, but yeah, that show from beginning to end, absolutely incredible. Like, I don't think 
it ever really like missed. I think it it probably could have ran for another 10 years and it would have been great. Yeah. But not as when they tried to do it different. If they're going to let it run for 10 years, don't do it different. Don't do it different. Don't mess with the recipe. Don't mess with the recipe. I just like keep it focused on Corey and them. Like I don't need their (laughs) kids. Like I just want to see, you know, Topanga's issues at work when someone steals her lunch or something. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I want fucking Minkus out there. I want him doing something weird. Yeah. TV Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter, where every day feels like Saturday, and French fries are a food group, where flip-flops are always in fashion, and seafood is always in season, where the boardwalk is bustling, and the beach is right outside your door, where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Okay, my my final question. <laughs> my final question before I let you go. As I said, there are these platforms that are that are just getting rid of media for whatever mm. reason. Uh, if there is one show you could erase from human existence, that if the aliens thought you, they'd be so embarrassed by us, mm. what would it be? The Swan. I don't know what the Swan is. Oh, the Swan was like this. ABC reality show, like back when kind of sketchy reality shows were all the thing, like when there was uh, Meet Joe Millionaire and Mm -hmm. the ones where they, the whole premise was just, we're going to lie to people. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And the Swan (laughs) was like this thing where they would take ugly people, I guess. Who they would be like, you are ugly. Yeah. Look at me. Look at me. Yeah, they would be like, hey, 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 you're ugly. You're here because you're ugly. U-G-L-Y. You are really fucking ugly. Really, really ugly. And it was like, if you won or were selected by like, I think it was like some. It was, you would go under eight. So the contestants went under a three month transformation. Oh. Where they got a ton of plastic oh, surgery, okay, yes, I know, yes. a stylist. Yes. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, they went to therapy during that time, but you know, you know, they you weren't allowed to therapy. They weren't yeah. allowed to look themselves in the mirror. Yeah, until after the transformation was complete, and then after all of that, competed in a pageant against the ugly, ugly girls who used to be. Who now are hot, but were once yeah. really ugly. Really? And then they get to decide who's the hottest of the newly hot girls. Girl. Yeah. Who haven't seen themselves since they were ugly. And now all of a sudden they look like a literally different person. Yeah. It was one of those shows where you're like, how did this get signed off on? How did. Yeah. How 2004 was, not a that was a That was. Yeah. <laughs> 
It was a dark time it was for dark time. reality shows. I think that's also when that one came out that was like, I'm going to marry Prince Harry. And they got a bunch of women in a castle and hired a Prince Harry impersonator. <laughs> which and is all, funny. You have which to was agree. funny. Is, but like all the women thing. thought it was yeah. like really him. And they would like literally shoot every scene with him like up a mountain. <laughs> like every shot, like every shot was him like, <laughs> just yards away from these women so they couldn't actually like look at the details and see oh that is not prince harry oh my god they're like that's definitely him <laughs> yeah they're that's like him. oh they're like yeah squinting their eyes like yeah that's totally him in the distance i'm gonna be a princess when i win this challenge oh my god <laughs> i think it is fair to erase that period from television history yeah yeah, yeah like early 2000s competition shows uh need the axe they were really um yeah troubling dark time i would say in a similar a sort of similar but maybe different vein um what came to my mind was what not to wear and here's the thing about that show is i loved it <laughs> i really really <laughs> loved it but i did see a clip of it recently and realized that it was just actually so mean like it's like not yeah. even kind of fun to watch it really just was like them being like oh, you have this personal style, this sentimental piece of clothing that you love so much. Well, it makes you look bad, bitch. <laughs> it, was yeah. like, it was like, you're never going to get a well, husband with that yeah, skirt. Yeah, never going to get a face. husband with that. And like, it would be someone would be like, well, my grandmother. Yeah. yeah. They'd be like, my grandmother made this for me, blah, blah, blah. And they'd be like, it makes you look like a Twinkie. Yeah. And then they would literally, literally just put it in a trash can yeah, in front of like them and be like, don't fish it out, ugly. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end, they're like, I feel so much better. I'm like. I don't no, know you don't. You do. And also their style on the show wasn't even that good. Oh, like, I no, feel like they would like make these people empty their closet and then they would just be like, capri pants are in. Everybody's wearing capri pants this week. And yeah. you feel like you're just making them all look the same and it looks yeah. horrible. You got sponsored by Big Capri. Even in one of the like promo pictures that I'm looking at, she's wearing like an outfit off a of Charlotte Russe mannequin. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Oh, like, they love to do that, like, Charlotte Russe layering of, like, tank top yeah. on a tank top on a tank top. Yeah, and, like, a <laughs> long, long shirt over yeah. a long, long skirt. Yeah. And you're and like, like, what's going on? Yeah. Oh, and where are not, the lines not, of your body? Yeah. Oh, and right, you're not like, tucking that into the end? skirt. You're you're pulling that long shirt <laughs> over the skirts. Right. Over yes. your butt. Literally, completely. this yeah. picture is her with a shirt that probably goes down to, I would say, past her butt and yeah. a skirt yep. under it that goes probably up to her tits yeah <laughs> and that that was how we dressed <laughs> that's called layering honey yeah, yeah. and it, it creates a, a perfect silhouette okay <laughs> exactly that's called layering it's called figuring out your angles yeah yeah, yeah. and that is how i dressed for all of high school thank you <laughs> yeah no worries yeah no, that's, no. Really, that's totally fine yeah what so would you what would you delete my yeah my my delete I think my delete, I would have to go with my 600 pound life. Mm -hmm. That show to me, and obviously I am into human tragedy TV. I watch 90 Day Fiance. I love Intervention. Mm -hmm. I love, you know, Digital Addiction. All of those shows, like, you know, My Crazy Strange Addiction, True Life. 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 Oh, love True Life. (laughs) Like Teen Mom. I love anything that's like real human misery. Totally. But my 600-pound life is, like, we as a society need to take, like, just pause and look in the mirror and yeah. ask ourselves, like, what are we watching here? And then the way it, like, spinned off into, like, 
thousand pound sisters and like my big yeah. fat fabulous life where the whole thing is just like can you imagine this overweight person is like happy right <laughs> and that's the also, whole premise also and maybe this is getting too much into it but how are they sourcing these people are they literally finding people and being like you're massive yeah. Would you want to be on a show <laughs> yeah so like they if you if you're familiar with the show, they work with one doctor, Doctor Now, Doctor Nowzarian, who he is actually a very good like reality TV personality because he's like the only nice person on the show. Doctor Now is just like this very little man who he's probably like four <laughs> feet tall, and he genuinely does care about them. You can tell he's like, you know, I want you to have a, a good life and be here for your daughter, and I'm just here to get you healthy and you know. If you say you cut, you say you're on your diet, but I can tell that's bullshit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's like the only like kind of good voice in it. But the way they like find people is through his patients. Mm. So they like ask him like, you know, who are people who've talked to you, who've hit you up? We're going to go, you know, see if their life is miserable enough for us to like have them on the show. Yeah. There's someone who's just like really happy and they're yeah. like, that's not they're for like, you. We're going to exactly. need you to cry, babe. Yeah, like you're gonna need a miserable, tragic story. <laughs> she's like, backstory. I have this one woman that would be. She's really lovely, and they're like, mm. yeah, and they mm-hmm. like you can tell like he's kind of like, oh, I have this one person who you know is just going through this process for health reasons, and they did it, and it was a success story, and yay. And they're like, no, we don't want that one. We want the one that's the story of like one of the most Failure. wild. Yeah, like one of the most <laughs> wild ones is this woman who her husband left her, married her daughter. And then the husband left the daughter too. And then that caused both of them to like spiral into a depression where they like gained all this weight, but then were forced to like live with each other, but hated each other because of this thing. And of course it's like the drama of like, Oh, you know, she like married her stepdad and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And you're just like, this, this just should be just be between them and a therapist. Yeah. 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 Like, why to, am I here? Like, that's none of my business. Truly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> literally, like, I, I'm a voyeur. I'm a voyeur. Yeah. I'm a voyeur. I'm a voyeur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should have very much said she, she remarried. It's not the daughter's father. It's a stepdad. But oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. No, it's we, still, I think like, I, I, yeah. I assumed as such. I mean, yeah. 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 I do want you to know we all got there TV with you. Yeah. 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 And they just clearly find people who do not have the resources or, yeah. you know, who probably wouldn't be able to change their lives without the money and support of this TV show and production crew making it happen. And it just reeks of, of just exploitation and... Yes. I would I wouldn't want the aliens to see that delete side it, of us. Delete mm-hmm. it. Delete it. Delete it. Yeah. If you're We've listening. got other stuff coming yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got plenty of other stuff for them. Yeah. To see. The thing about TLC, <laughs> TLC will never delete that program. <laughs> yeah. TLC will just. Yeah. yeah. They'll find another spinoff that's like my 600 pound children, and they will just keep it keep it going. Yeah. So. Do they still make the like I didn't know I was pregnant show? Ooh, good question. Uh, they do not. <laughs> That's what I want That's, aliens to see. Yeah, they don't. But like, I think it's because they ran out of stories. Like, how many people on this earth don't didn't know, know they pregnant. were pregnant? Yeah. yeah, I feel like they found all maybe fifty people and. Yeah. <laughs> And they were like, and that's, and that's the show. That's yeah, a wrap. That's the show. <laughs> we we showcase all 50 people who that's didn't know they were pregnant. That's a documentary on girls who didn't know they were pregnant. <laughs> I did love the girl who, like, had her baby in the toilet and was just like, I don't know. I thought, like, I just had a stomach ache from eating bad tacos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then she's like, I just fished the baby out of the toilet and went to the hospital. <laughs> if that happened I think... to me. If that happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? And see, that... <laughs> 
that is like the beauty of the human spirit yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah. If I went to take a private moment in my bathroom to, and, <laughs> out and a baby was there and came out with a baby and it became a not I'd be private so moment. Angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd be so angry. Like, I now I have to deal with this. Like, what? Mm. I was just going to watch TV the rest of the day. Now I got to go to a hospital. <laughs> yeah, Such a good point. Your day Someone is had plans. Yeah. People had plans. plans. Like, whole day ruined. I have like, to figure honestly, out like, what to do with it. Am I giving yeah. it for adoption? Am I adoption? Am I a mom? Am I a mom? Am I a mom? Like, what do we yeah. do now? Like, and kudos to, to that because she captivated. And I was like, wow, that's Mm-mm. that's precious. I have to wonder if I yeah. would. I'm like, I, I guess I, I don't know. Oh, I've, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I didn't know I was pregnant. Now you're done. No, no, thank you. I live in a 500 square foot apartment. Like, that's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not realistic. Okay? Where is it? Where? Like, what a couch. Where do I put yeah. Where am I putting a couch. crib? Where am I? <laughs> put the baby on the couch. Okay. <laughs> It'll be okay couch. there. It'll be okay right. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, I think that. That's a beautiful note to end on. Like, I didn't know I was pregnant is kind of the pinnacle of of humanity, Mm. you know? In a lot of ways, we are all pregnant in ways we don't know. Sure. Yeah. You never know what's going to come out. Pregnant in thought. Pregnant pregnant in inspiration, (laughs) in art. I'm pregnant in potential. There it is. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh. I... Want to thank you both so much for joining me. Shelby Wolstein, EJ Marcus, host of Keeping Records. Where can the people find you? What do you want to plug? Oh, listen to our sweet little podcast. <laughs> listen to our saccharine podcast. <laughs> They're horny, sexy little podcast. Yeah. This pod- the podcast is just as horny as you'd expect. Um, <laughs> and uh, you can follow me anywhere with my God-given handle of Shelby Wolstein. You can follow me anywhere to the ends of the earth. Um, I my handle follow on me into is, the dark. Follow me. Oh yes, yes. Um, follow me. Um, my EJ having fun is my handle on everything. There it is. I and feel like is. Fo- and I, I will am. follow you into the dark. Yeah. I feel like that had to be a song they used on Scrubs. Oh, a hundred. Yeah, it's a, it's a million percent in the OC. Shout out. Yeah, God, yeah. that song is so beautiful. <laughs> it is it is and what is just a gorgeous beautiful beautiful note to end on listen to keeping records Shelby EJ thank you so much for joining me thank you for, thank you for having, having us, us. <laughs> we speak in unison yes <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for joining me for another episode of TV I say that, that was so much fun oh my goodness there's so many classic TV shows you need to go watch uh, but I'm going to give you some homework for new shows. You should make sure you're up to date on. I'm going to give you your homework, uh, shows you can watch over the weekend, over the next week to get ready for some upcoming episodes. We have some upcoming very fun guests. Uh, so this week, your homework, P-Valley, still running so strong this season. Absolutely loving it. P-Valley, if you're, if you're not watching this new season, you need to dive in. They are addressing some heavy topics like abortion and they are doing it Better than maybe any show I've seen on TV so far. Uh, Everything's trash. We're going to have some fun people from that show that we talked to. Uh, and uh, not to get, everything's trash. Uh, Grace and Frankie. No, I'm not going to give away too much, but you're going to want to watch those to get ready for, for our, our future app. Uh, 101 Places to Party Before You Die. I am loving this show. It is so fun. I love Adam and John. Go check it out. Uh, Dicktown. 
starring the amazing John Hodgman, which is on Hulu. It's an FX show that I recently fell in love with. It has two seasons you can catch up on. Reservation Dogs, Harley Quinn, uh, Beavis and Butthead. There's a Beavis and Butthead reboot that's coming to Paramount that'll be premiering by the time you're listening to this. Uh, And finally, uh, if you have not watched the first season of Kevin Can Fuck Himself, you need to do that on the AMC app, AMC Plus. Season two is coming. You're going to want to be ready for it, not just because of, you know, fun things we have happening here on this podcast, but just because it's an incredible show and season two is just going to get better. And finally, Good Trouble. Good Trouble on Freeform. I love this show. It it, it really takes the the place of the bold type in my heart, which it, if you know me, you know I loved, loved the bold type. And Good Trouble, it sits right in that space. It's perfect. Uh, and obviously, keep keep keeping up with 90 Day Fiance, the 90 Day Fiance universe, as I coined it. I'm still covering it for Vulture, and we're going to have some fun 90 Day stuff coming up on the pod soon. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, make sure you do that homework. Enjoy that TV. TV I say with Ashley Ray, another episode, another episode of TV I say with Ashley Ray is an Earwolf production made by me, Ashley Ray Harris. It's engineered by Marina Pais and produced by Amelia Chapelo. And our original theme song is by Rafia. You can follow me on social media at the Ashley Ray on Instagram and Twitter. Or if you have TV related requests, something you want us to talk about on the podcast, hit us up at TV I Say Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And also TV Club has merch at podswag.com. Look out for cute weed accessories. I'm talking dab pens, grinders, rolling trays. Uh, I got t-shirts so you can show everyone that you love TV Club. Uh, I got t-shirts that say justice for the big leap. Everything you need. Tell your friends about the show. Make sure to rate and review and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. For special TV Club members, join my Patreon. If you want to tell me what to watch, that's the way to do it. Join the Patreon and I will write about whatever you want, talk about whatever you want. I'll watch TV with you if you want. Uh, But you can find my full archive, ad-free episodes of TV I Say over on Stitcher Premium. Use promo code TVISAY, all one word, for a one-month free trial at stitcher.com slash premium. For photos, show notes, transcripts, and more, go to earwolf.com. Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter. Every day feels like Saturday, and French fries are a food group. Where flip-flops are always in fashion, and seafood is always in season. Where the boardwalk is bustling, and the beach is right outside your door. Where you can rise with the tide, and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland. Somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.